Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to another edition of Been There, Watch That. This is a special uh, holiday edition. And I'm continuing my movie education with another film I haven't seen. But uh, these two gentlemen joining me today both have. On, on my left is Joe. Welcome, Joe. Glad to be here, Justin. And Dave on my right. All right, here we go. So, National Lampoon, it's Christmas Vacation. Yep. Yes. Never seen it. Never you, seen it. It was recommended to me by you. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, doing a little Christmas theme and kind of looking at a classic. Uh, Joe, why don't you give us a rundown on like the characters, I guess, or the actors that's in it? Because okay, this has a pretty good lineup. Yeah, if you go back and watch it, and it's kind of almost a who's who in Hollywood. Now, I won't go through the complete cast. I'll just do a little yeah, highlight yeah. of some of them. Uh, of course, the main character, Clark Griswold, is played by Chevy Chase. And yep. he has played Clark Griswold in all of the uh, National Lampoon's uh, family Family Vacation series. Right, right. And his wife, Ellen's played by Beverly D'Angelo, and she's played uh, Ellen in all of them. And their daughter in this one is played by uh, Juliette Lewis. She plays Audrey. And then Rusty. So here's a little trivia for you guys. Rusty. Yeah. Rusty has actually been played by two different characters if you go back and look at the whole entire series. Yep. Do you know who plays Rusty in this one? I do. Okay, Justin, did you pick up on who that was? No, I didn't. Okay. Ooh. Johnny Galecki. Now here now here's the bonus question. Do you know who what Johnny Galecki's famous for playing on? I do. One of my favorites. Nope. Fail. Okay. I fail the quiz. So his two most notable recognized characters was on the show Roseanne, he played David. And then on the Big Bang Theory, he was Leonard. Yeah. No way. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Leonard. Young Leonard. I recognized him right away after I watched it again yesterday. I was like, ah. Oh, uh, Justin's, right. Justin's typing yeah, that. Yeah. Look him up. All right. <laughs> yeah, Justin called him a bluff on this one. Yeah. So, yeah. I got to see it side by side. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, it has some other big names. Julia uh, Louis Dreyford. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Do it has Julia Louise Dreyfus, which. She Dark played Margot Chester, the, the 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 hateful neighbor lady. Yeah, and she she went on to play a small role in a little show called Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a little one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little one. Uh, okay. Doris Roberts. Do you guys who know who I'm talking about? The mom played Frances. Yeah, the grandma, I guess. Yeah, grandma, grandma would be the right one. She went on to play the mother on Everybody Loves Raymond. Yep. Did you ever see that, Justin? Nope. Okay. Nope. So, and and everybody's favorite character, Cousin Eddie, was played by Randy Quaid. And then uh, Frank Shirley, the, the evil boss in this movie, yep. is played by Brian Doyle Murray. And he has made known for playing on SpongeBob SquarePants, which I didn't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't know that either. But, but it all makes sense now. Is he a, like a... Evil boss on that too, kind of so uh, run the hamburger stand. He's kind of got that gravelly voice that could yeah, they can play a bad guy real easily. Yeah, uh, he was in Wayne's World and Caddyshack. He I was in Caddyshack. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I forgot that he was in Caddyshack and and he was in Wayne's World. But I'll have to go back and watch Wayne's World because I don't remember him in Wayne's World. Yeah, I don't either. But I do remember uh, him playing in a show called Get a Life, and I don't remember. Hmm the other character's name on that show, but he played on a show back in the 80s called Get a Life. That's okay. That was my first exposure to uh, 
Mr. Brian Doyle Murray. Yeah. And the the two grandpas, they're they're they've been B roles in a lot of different stuff as well. Chris Elliott, he was in the show with Chris Elliott. That's those were the two main characters. Okay. And you guys uh you both rewatched this, right? You've seen it a couple times. Or yeah, yeah, I watched it over the weekend, and then I actually mm-hmm. watched it again last night. To... Yeah, I I watch it a little bit of bits and pieces every year, mm-hmm. but I watch the whole thing again just to. Yeah, I went to Amazon Prime, and there was a two ninety nine rental. That's what I had to do too. Yeah. Just to rewatch it last night, I had to rent it, mm-hmm. which yeah. kind of bums me out. I mean, how old is it? It's like sixteen, seventeen years. No, 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 no. It's uh, 1989. Okay, so yeah, that's right. I was four. <laughs> You're four. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, I was yeah, I was three, so yes. Yeah, so. 89, so yeah, 10, 20, 20, 22 years. Okay, all right. Well, so for those of you that aren't familiar with it and might want to go watch it, um, this movie, you know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Was this the first one? No. No, but uh, just vacation or man, family vacation I think. family vacations first yeah. yeah so they got the christmas they got vegas they got you know a couple others i'm sure um but you know about a guy who wants the perfect family christmas he's uh thwarted at every turn um he's got wonky lights on his house that gives him fits he's got a hillbilly cousin that shows up a difficult family with the in-laws grandparents whatever the case may be his own kids at some point and, uh, of course, bad food in the holidays that he had to deal with. So a little bit of everything, dog, cat, you know, you name it. Anything that could kind of wreak havoc on his Christmas, it, it happened. Yeah, it, it's kind of like... It's a little bit slapstick. A little bit, but if you sit down and actually study it, it's one of those where we've all had similar situations around the holidays where yeah. you just, anything that can go wrong will go wrong, and poor Clark Griswold, the man can't catch a break. Yeah, and so <laughs> that's kind of... What I was thinking is I would go through, I wrote down scenarios that happened in the movie. Okay. And then see if you guys can relate them to your, your own Christmases or family extravaganzas, I'll say. Okay. And then uh, sure. get your comments on it. So the first one is uh, driving and singing Christmas carols. Have you guys ever been involved in that? And if so, what was, how'd that work out? Now, at Christmas time when we was a kid, we would not, we would drive around looking at Christmas lights, but we wouldn't sing Christmas carols. Okay. I mean, mom and dad would turn the radio on and whatever's on the radio. But, right, listen to it that uh, way. Uh, yeah, but we would drive around at Christmas time looking at Christmas lights. Okay. Did either of you harvest your own Christmas trees? Go cut your own? Yeah, we used to do that. That, that made me think of the opening scene, which is a, a big debacle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying to find the perfect tree, and the kids are kind of trudging through the snow. They yeah. can't feel their legs, and the dad is just so into yeah. trying to find the perfect tree out there. Uh, for us, it was just just up a hill a little ways to yeah uh just to find a, a tree that works uh didn't have to trudge miles and miles <laughs> or anything. did yeah, you I'd did cut, you relate to that though they're like oh like yeah i been like there. cutting it down though, instead of going to a lot and buying yeah. one out of a lot it's kind of cool to go out there and cut one down yeah we've cut down our own tree every year except for like a couple mm-hmm. so yeah we did it this year went and cut our own tree down wasn't as big a debacle as that because it, it wasn't snowing it was a little muddy but you know Okay, so I have to ask Dave. Yeah. On on the the 2020 Christmas tree, uh-huh. did you go for the Charlie Brown tree or did you pull the Clark Griswold? I got to say, it was the Clark Griswold. <laughs> and I kid you not, I used that reference and I took a picture of it uh, to show my friends because, uh, you know, strap the tree on top of the Explorer. Yep. 
and drove it because we had to drive about 40 minutes to get to the tree farm and the tree farm was awesome i mean just awesome uh they had huge trees so we cut our tree down and you know a guy came along and he had a pole a 10-foot pole and he's like all right anything below 10 feet x amount anything above it and i was like my goodness man these trees are awesome they had 15 footers that were just amazing but um so anyway so we got the tree home because i was like yeah ceilings are probably you know nine ten feet i didn't think about it well the average ceiling's eight foot just <laughs> fyi so we drug a tree in the house katie and i drug it in and we set it up the first time and two feet of the tree scrapes along the ceiling's <laughs> bent over and i was like yep we're full-on griswold and she's like what do you mean and you know and when i took a picture of the car with the tree strapped on top she's like what are you doing i was like griswold yep, yeah yeah you have to uh, it's almost a have to situation. yeah so we had to you know pull the tree back down cut a couple feet off the bottom get it back up but yeah it was a whole fiasco and we were talking we're, we're gonna put it right in front of the window you know so people would walk by and drive back and see it no nah, it's too big to fit there it blocked the walkway well that's a perfect opportunity for you to put the lake lamp up yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's how we had that conversation too fragile yeah anyway. <laughs> so yeah all right so yeah that my griswold christmas is uh it's almost complete boom, yeah i just need a couple more things to fall in place <laughs> uh, well do you want justin and i to pull up on christmas day with an old rv and just start dumping sewage in your front yard hey have at it man <laughs> have at it and you know it'll be great i won't even complain i'll just be like uncle eddie now here's the funny part i went jogging a couple of weeks ago and somebody had an uncle eddie like they had a mannequin and a white robe and well, the, the hat eddie? and they had a yeah cousin eddie yeah, yeah. and they had a you know like a big shop back hose wrapped around his mm-hmm. shoulders yeah. and i was like by golly that is the best thing ever and i was like who has a mannequin yeah you know but they did and they had him cousin eddie standing out in the yard well i saw someone post on facebook around here that they was doing they they had some uh, I guess construction work going on around their house, and the construction company left a porta potty there. Oh yeah. So they took one of those little blow up bears, set it beside it, and put a hose beside it. <laughs> took a picture. I was like, oh, nice, that's awesome. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like that. Okay. Well, um, you know, Clark Griswold, of course, he wants the big family Christmas. He wants it to be at his house. Uh, immediately regrets it, and the family shares embarrassing um details about like their health and stuff like the one grandma is like oh i got hemorrhoids you know and yeah i i want to know guys what is the and because i've seen this growing up dealing with older family members like what's the age limit on that before that starts you're already there joe you probably no 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 no. still still got a little bit of time yeah still have a little bit of time and it's, Ah. it's funny i had a relative Growing up, I remember for years, my granny always saying, don't ask her how she's doing. Yeah. She said, because it, she'll start telling you everything she's been wrong with her for the last 30 years. And no joke, my granny passed away in 2006. Five years ago at this point. Ran into that relative somewhere. And she said, hi, how are you, Joe? And I said, I'm fine. And just just habit. I said, how are you? And no joke, I could hear Granny in my head going, you know not oh, to say how, yeah, after how yeah. she's doing, you're going to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like she was just don't haunting do me it. from beyond the grave saying, you know better. I told yeah, you yeah. this not to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys had the big, you have big family Christmases, small family Christmases? How's it work out? Um, It depends. Could you relate to this, I guess, is yes. my question. Yeah. Have, now, we never had family come to our house. We always went to like our grandparents' right. house. Yeah. But yeah, having... A house full of people, yes. Mm-hmm. Did, it, did it turn out like that? Did you have be like, yeah, this would be pretty cool in the way there, and then you get here and you're like, oh, what a fiasco. 
And was there any embarrassing talk? Like, could you relate to it? What were your thoughts when you saw that? Were you like, yeah, I've been there? Or were you like, oh, that's funny? All that, yeah, I've been there, done that almost every year. Okay. All right. Justin, what about <laughs> uh, you? No, all, all of ours were, I thought, just, just fine. Nothing nothing terrible happened. Uh, never, like, both sides of the family all in one place. But... Yeah, yeah, we never did both sides of the family, but just just the, the discussion topics. Was yeah, like, yeah. Yep, been there, done that. Okay, well, you know, after the family gets there, he's working on his lights, and, of course, he wants it to be the best thing ever. Uh, so a little bit of overkill on the lights, a little bit of overdoing it. And then um, he didn't want to disappoint his family, but, of course, that kind of the in-laws are his in, father-in-law is really rough on him. You know, yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, whatever, Clark. Yeah. And kind of gives him that. And then, um, you know, he couldn't contain his disappointment when it all kind of went sideways. There's a couple quotes in there that I thought were really funny, but have you guys, where, where's that fall for you? Again, can you relate? Do you guys go overboard or do you know people that go overboard with the decorations and or how'd you feel about it? Have you had that situation where a bulb goes out and you got to go back through? I, I always like the people that go all out for Christmas, yeah. but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, that's going to be terrible come January yeah. trying to take all that stuff down. Taking it down. What? You leave that stuff up to like March, man. Yeah, but still, you have to take it down at some point. I, I mean, don't. I disagree. You don't have to. Most people, but I left mine up for quite a few years until they started to go bad. I, I'm a big seller on uh, on the idea of the little projector you put out in the yard and project everything on houses. Like, that makes it easy. Yeah, it's like okay. that's almost cheating. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how I feel about those. <laughs> I mean, it's easy. I don't think it looks as good either. Honestly, yeah, it, it depends. Real lights. Well, most of the time, I would agree with you, but I, there have been a few rare occasions where I have seen them use those, and it's like, okay, yeah, that does look good. Mm, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you just on that yeah. one. Most of the time, it looks kind of lazy, but there are, there have been occasions, and and I will or will not admit. Will I will or will not deny that I may possess one of those. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. My house. <laughs> well, you first like coming into Spencer just down the road from where we are now. Kind of a couple of those houses do a pretty good job. But, yeah, and you've got the park right there, and then yeah, the city does a great job with that too. Mm-hmm. So, is that? But again, is that something you guys related to? You're like, oh yeah, he's going way overboard, and that would be me at some uh, point. Or I've never gone all out like that. No. Yeah. I... I had the blow-ups, which I like those. And those can be kind of annoying trying to get those set up because if the fan's not set right, it won't yeah, yeah. set right. I'm not going to lie. I saw a lady I was jogging the other day, and she was fighting with her Minnie Mouse. <laughs> and I was waiting for her to just start throwing punches. Because <laughs> like, I saw her from a long ways away, and I don't run very fast. So I had some time to kind of see how this was going down. Right. And she would pull it one way, pull it the other way, fighting with it, moving its feet. I was like, yeah, at some point she's just going to get it in a headlock and yeah, it's going to be on. I hate the little the little ground bases. that It's just those little hooks that try to keep it strapped yeah. down on the ground, those things. And then you end up losing them and oh, yeah. catching next year at the mower. And huh. So here's a little screen, Jim. As Clark you know, gets all mad and starts fighting with the Christmas lights and all that and starts kicking the decorations yeah, and, yeah. and he punches the Santa Claus decoration. He actually, in that take, yep. broke his pinky finger. Yep. On I didn't know this until I read it last night. So that's why he goes back to kicking and clubbing the decorations after that. And and they kept recording that. They yeah. kept filming that entire take. So that entire take in the movie is he actually broke his pinky yeah, right there. Yeah, the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then he gets trapped in the attic. Yes. Which is funny because he goes up there and kind of he's, he's hiding presents. He finds a present that he had hidden from Mother's Day, and, uh, and then of course they close him up in there. Is that do you guys 
relate to any of that? Have you hidden presents and lost them like that, or and or gotten trapped in an attic or anywhere else? I mean, I don't know how we would get trapped necessarily. I assume like the play is that there was a lock. Yeah. You know, and somebody had let him out. But well, my thoughts. Well, I'll put it this way: as far as a hidden gift goes, if I have hidden a gift, I still haven't found it yet. So <laughs> it's still hidden. So Cena, start looking. Yeah. <laughs> So did any of that relate, or was it just a funny gaffe in the movie for you? Yeah, I thought he was going pretty overboard for a comic effect, obviously, of like shoving stuff in some crack in the... Yeah, I mean, he was going up in the attic anyway. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah. Could have just put it in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I thought it was funny because he, he stepped on the boards, and they kept smacking him in the face, and he was beating himself up. Yeah. And then uh, then he puts on the, the ladies' clothes to kind of stay warm. And then he falls through the roof on the bed, and I'm like, yeah, you're out if you wanted to be. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. I, I did like it, though. He sits there and starts rubbing his hands and getting heat from in the house. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, okay. Now, the, the falling through the ceiling, that I can see him because I've almost done that a couple of oh, times. Oh, yeah. I have done that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, okay, yeah, that's relatable. And, and then once it landed on the bunk bed, it's like, yeah, poor Clark would have that kind of luck. Like, he couldn't safely fall through the entire ceiling, you know, into the bottom the yeah. next floor underneath the house. He had to land on the bunk bed bunk where bed, he yeah. had nowhere to go. The only thing that happens now is he now has a hole to patch up. Yeah, and speaking <laughs> of that, like bumbling idiot type stuff happening, have you guys been up on ladders like that and fallen before? Or, you know, like the one he falls straight back and catches himself on the tree, just, you know, blind luck, and then he pushes yeah. himself back yeah. over. I have come close. Really? Sketchy ladder using? Uh, more like, let me... Instead of getting off this ladder and moving it, let me try to stretch out just a little bit further. A little farther, farther yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, nostalgia. What nostalgic things do you have in your Christmas routine, I guess, or that you'd remember or think about? That you know, did you uh, did, when he was watching those videos of his family when they were younger? Is, did that bring back anything for you? I always like making cookies for Santa, and then we get to eat some of them. That's always fun. Yeah. Leave some cookies out and some milk. Do you still do that? Uh, I haven't done that for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Not since you hit your mid thirties, huh? I usually just eat them. Yeah. yeah. Ours was always the the getting in the car and bundling up and, and going around and, and looking at Christmas lights. Right. And and as a kid, it was always just like, really, you know, we have other, you know, there's other things to do. It's just close to Christmas, and then sometimes mom and dad would actually wait till Christmas Eve, and it's like we would always go to my granny's on Christmas Eve. So like, you know, we have all this stuff to play with and. And you guys want to go look at Christmas lights? Uh, yeah. But looking back now, it's like, yeah, that's that stuff that money can't buy. Yeah. And just just little things like that. And and now I get to enjoy it. Now going around with Sadie, she she's ooh and all on at every little Christmas light. So it's like now I have a better respect for it and understand why. Yeah. My parents did that. So did you think about that when you saw that scene, or was it just a? No, it kind of. I just kind of absorbed into the the moment of yeah watching. I wouldn't. I didn't really have much nostalgia. At, look back at that point. I was kind of more absorbed as what's next for poor Clark. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And it came when she opened the trap door and bam, there it goes. <laughs> when he was up in the attic too, he kind of stumbled upon an old box. It was kind of like a a Christmas album from like his parents, like the fifties. Do you remember seeing that in the movie? It said uh, Griswold Christmas '59 or something like that. I don't remember that, but uh, I thought that was kind of cool he just like had a moment up there by himself to kind of think about the tradition and it had like it's little black and white photos of his parents back in back to him wanting to have that big family perfect christmas yeah Yeah. well and then uh the next next thing is cousin eddie shows up (laughs) 
<laughs> I had some good laughs. Like uh, for me, uh, not to tip my hand too much about a rating, but the first I'd say half of the movie, I was, eh, okay, okay, but then things started really picking up the second half. <laughs> then I, cousin Eddie's there. I was laughing. I mean, so at one point that chair was like just completely charred, and cousin Eddie <laughs> was like. Now, uh, if you could save that for me, like he's one to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much did that set you back? Is it okay if I kind of, you know, salvage it? Yeah. Yeah. I I saw a meme a while back. It said, uh, if every family has a cousin, Eddie. If you do not know who that is, you are cousin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... And, you know, and Cousin Eddie, I think Cousin Eddie kind of made the film. I'm with you, Justin. You know, once he showed up, it got real interesting. Mm-hmm. And he had so many one-liners that were just, you know, on the money. Um, you know, <laughs> that there is an RV, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Christmas overcompensation a little bit with Cousin Eddie. And, and I liked how he dressed. Yeah. You know, he, he was throwing out his best sports suits from the, you know, 60s. Yeah. And the white leather belt and, you know, white coat. And the infamous robe with the hat, cleaning out the, oh, se- the yeah. septic tank in the, oh, the yeah. holding tank in the, the poopers the, full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Dr- drinking uh, Meisterbrow. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, out of business now, I think. You think he has played any role in that? Uh, maybe. <laughs> so um, yeah, cousin Eddie shows up. That brings a whole different deal to it. And then uh, of course that's played by Randy Quaid. He's kind of that's his character. Yeah, across the board in a lot of different movies. And I didn't realize this. I knew that they made a uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Part Two. They did. Yeah, yep. it's a sequel. Did not. But it didn't that. take off. But it's basically uh, surrounds around Cousin Eddie. I've never watched it. I haven't either. Hmm. Okay. Well, and then um, the work bonus. A little bit of foreshadowing there in the, in the movie. It yes. comes up in the middle. He talks about, you know, he's going to spend that bonus on a pool and the guy that works with him. And, and then I thought it was funny because he was making snide comments towards the guys trailing the big boss. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, <laughs> just his kind of disdain for corporate life, even though he wanted that bonus. Yeah, you had you have the, the bad guy and then all his yes men behind yeah. him. Yeah. And, and I I find it kind of funny at the end because he says, hello, hello, hello. And yeah. then he goes this barrage of yeah, you know, yeah. Kiss my butt. Kiss his butt. Yeah. And then at the end, happy Hanukkah. I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. that, just, that just, I don't know what makes that funny, but it's just, it is because it's like, okay, you, you're, you're polite, then you're just hateful as it can be. And then at the end, uh, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> and I think that's just Chevy Chase being the comedian. Yeah. It's just that perfect comedic timing of just, just, you know, you're expecting this, and yeah. then also we're going to take its left turn, and then oh, you yeah. don't realize it. Yeah, and, then, and I'd say if you weren't really paying attention, you might even miss that altogether. Yeah. Did you notice that, Justin? Mm-hmm. Did you catch yeah. that? when he, Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, they got neighbor issues, you know, uh, the two neighbors, <laughs> Margo and Todd, and, uh, you know, they bring an interesting deal. I, I really, I thought it was cute and or pretty smart alecky whenever he's like bend over and i'll show you you know like yeah. you're gonna put that tree bend over and i'll show you and he's like well that's he's like i wasn't talking to you and it kind of stumped him and i was like back out that is a savvy comeback yeah so again just a chevy chase moment yeah the neighbors weren't my favorite they were kind of they were like dressing in all black all yeah the, no christmas cheer yeah. and all they're kind of the you kind of the ball of humbug yeah. kind yeah. of scrooge uh, the whole deal corporate suburbia yeah yes yeah i thought some of their scenes i wasn't didn't think we're all that great, but yeah, just kind of filled some time on the first half of the movie. Seemed like yeah, by the end of the movie, the bad stuff that happened to them, you're kind of almost like rooting for Clark. It's like yeah, that's right, yeah, they yeah, deserve yeah. that yeah. just for being the way they are. 
And then uh, sleigh riding. They went sleigh riding. He unveils a company product that makes sleds 10 times or <laughs> ah, yes, times. Right. Yeah. I almost forgot. And it's kind of silly because you could see, I don't know if you guys noticed, like the bottom of the sled had runners on it. So that no, the, I didn't notice Yeah, that. so the stuntman could kind of steer. Well, the, the, yeah, there's a whole scene because earlier on, uh, the boss is saying that, he, oh, he's real excited about this product that he, like, chewed with and makes it really... He has a granola bar. Right. So they put this on the bottom of a sled, and then there's, like, this five-minute scene where he's just trying to go down to a certain part of the hill, but ends up basically going down a huge mountain and yeah. flashing through, like, well, that's, yeah, if in, houses and everything. Yeah, so in the first scene, it's just a little sled hill, but yeah. then he goes, like, a rocket down through there, and then all of a sudden he's in deep woods with no light, and then he's across the main road and into a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. And then at the he gets to the bottom, and then they're, they're able to just, like, walk up to him. Yeah. Like, they were, like, a mile up the hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sledding scene took forever. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and I like, uh, I noticed... Randy Quaid, you know, cousin Ezzy, he's when he hits the metal Salvation Army container, or whatever, he's like, bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how he described about, yeah, yeah, Clark, I, I can't do that because of my head injury. <laughs> yeah, the part in my hair, you know, yeah, if I did yeah. that, then my hair would be yeah. off. Yeah, not, nothing has nothing to do with, you know, he could kill him. He's like, yeah, yeah. my part just wouldn't look right. And I, yeah, yeah. And then we talked about, yeah, when, when the wife would rev up the microwave, I'd pee myself and forget <laughs> who I was for, for a half hour. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> So do you guys in, do you guys do any sledding and if so oh, yeah. do you take it yeah. to that extreme? Yep. Uh and I had a friend that uh had something similar to that where there was just kind of this rock you'd come down and they could use the rock to stop. You could put your feet out and that would be like the end of the ride. Yeah. Well, he ramped right over it one time. <laughs> I mean he he was a good four or five feet up in the air into a creek and it was pretty entertaining. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we used to go with... Sledding was, yeah, it was always fun. Oh, yeah. We, we would go sledding with the neighbors' grandkids. They'd, they'd come over, and behind behind our house, we had the big hill. Well, our neighbor would always leave his uh, barbed wire fence up for his garden, or leave his garden fence up. So the yeah. rule was, when you went down the hill, you had to stop before you hit the fence or you was going to eat it. <laughs> so it's about like the rock. You know you're, where your stopping point is, yeah. and if you're not going to stop, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So did, when you saw that sledding scene, Justin, did it take you back yeah, to Yeah, I like that. That was pretty good. Okay. I thought it was kind of silly, but, I yeah. mean, if you did have some sledding misadventures, yeah. it would lead you to thinking about it. You knew it was going to happen. He's getting yeah. ready to go down the hill with that sled. Yeah. You know it's coming. And I liked his whole spiel. Amateur... Recreational sledding record. Yeah. Don't try this at home, kids. I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Chevy Chase at his best. So then, then uh, you, you know, family shows up. You have Aunt Bethany and Uncle Lewis. Right. Yes. Now, I have another little tidbit, tidbit? on Be Aunt Bethany. Yeah, throw it out there. This was her last film she ever made. Really? Yes. But she started her career back in 1930 as the voice of Betty Boop. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Wow. I liked it. I got yeah, a kick out of it. It's a good uh, factoids today. I like this. Yeah, and she did a good job. I thought, you know, the whole, uh, yeah, you should just go in the living room and say hello to everybody. I should say it? Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. So she just kind of like that bumbling aunt yeah. that doesn't remember anything. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have refer made reference to particular <laughs> family members on us and all that. I was like, <laughs> yep. yeah, that's so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to call them Aunt Bethany whenever you see them? Hey, Aunt Bethany. I mean, uh, you know, whatever their real name is. Uh, if I do, it's gone, not on purpose. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they brought a, 
a cat or two. Yeah, uh, yeah. She wrapped up a cat <laughs> and put cat food in her jello mold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like how Eddie, you know, they just have his mysterious package with something leaking on it. Yeah, and yeah. He takes and he licks wipes his finger, finger and, it's, and tries and licks. It's like, why? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Eddie, you don't expect that. I mean, yeah. you almost expect him to do that, but it's like, that's that's gross. You don't know what that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's cousin Eddie bringing that flavor. <laughs> yeah. And I, I liked where uh, she said, "I got a big kick out of that." She's like, "Oh, you didn't have to do that. What? Did I break wind?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, just those little quips in there and those quotes. Okay. So I, I got a quiz question for you. Okay. So you've watched the movie. How many lights, individual light bulbs, did he have total? 10,000? He said it twice in the movie, I think. At least twice. No, it wasn't 10,000. I want to say 21,000. 5,000. 25,000. 25,000. Wow. Yeah, 25,000 bulbs. Okay, now when I watched him turn all the lights on and they had to turn auxiliary power Yeah, on. yeah, auxiliary nuclear power. My first thought was, I wonder how bright it would have been if they used LED. Yeah. Because <laughs> my, my thoughts were, oh, I would love to see them redo that, but just to use all LED lights and just see how bright that would, I mean, not so much the, the power, of course, it would use less power, and I'm thinking, you know, how bright would the Lighting, neighborhood yeah. would be just from using yeah. LEDs? Yeah. So and, uh, It makes Russ... Go back and check all the balls. Well, I think he but, told Russ to go right, do it. Right, and he's right. like, we checked all of them, right, Russ? And Russ, Russ is like, yeah. Uh, yeah, of course we did, Dad, <laughs> yeah. of course. And then yeah. and, he, and he's like, well, let's go. And that's one of the my quotes that I kind of caught was Russ walks off. He's like, yeah, I got to go feed the dogs, check a cat, pay some bills, you know, do some dishes, do some laundry. As he walks off, he's, he's not helping. He's like, I'm out. It's yeah. crazy. And I, it's funny that you Typical teenager. That. I found that I didn't make, it didn't make the list, but I found... Last night, one of those little tidbits that yeah. that uh, where Russ looks at these uh, invisible watch and goes, "Oh, yeah, you look yeah. at the time." Ooh, look at the time. Got they it. said that's actually a nod to one of Chevy Chase's classic gags of the you know he has you know they're asking him to do something or he wants to do something to go, "Oh, gee, look at the time." That's yeah. kind of a classic Chevy Chase nice. gag that they kind of just threw into the movie. Good, yeah, it worked out good. It's funny because that's. Uh, I listened to what he said as he was walking away, and I was like, pay some bills. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, feed the chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feed the hog. Yeah, feed, feed the, the hogs. <laughs> so, yeah, um, is there any quotes that kind of caught your all's eyes? And I, and I got two, so I'll throw two out here. One of them, of course, is when he's looking at Cousin Eddie pouring series like, winter's morn, clean, cool, chill of a holiday air, and a bleep. You know, word. Yeah. In his bathrobe, emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. That was that was the one that I'm just like, yep, winter morning, clean, crisp, chill, holiday air, and then you know, some jackhole emptying his chemical suit, chemical toilet in my sewer. Yeah. And I liked it because it was kind of a sweet moment. You know, his wife comes over and she's like, "Oh, Clark, what are you looking at?" Yeah. And then you see Uncle Eddie out there in his bathroom. Ha ha! Yeah, smoking a cigar, drinking a Meister Brown in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that, and immediately when Clark looked at his wife and said, "Honey, is, is our toilets full?" Mm-hmm. I <laughs> yeah. seen this like, "Yeah, that's something I would do." <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, we should probably check ours out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah while we're at it. <laughs> well, and then the second one was uh, just kind of when they talked to Aunt Bethany, and again, I think she made it, made it really special or unique when they're like hey can you say grace and she's like what what say grace and then she does the pledge of allegiance yeah <laughs> and then at good. the very end of the movie uh when they the sewer blows up and stuff she starts singing the national anthem 
Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, and everybody just follow along. All right, yeah, we're, you know, Grace, okay, yeah, we're doing Pledge of Allegiance. Amen. You yeah. Know, and, and the same thing with National Anthem. They all stand up and start doing the National Anthem. So <laughs> those are two that kind of I felt like were the top ones. Is there anything you guys kind of... Oh, well, yeah, you got to have a... Casanetti uh, quote in there. Save the neck for me, Clark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking about the turkey for dinner. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I even wrote down on my little list here how dry the turkey was. That was one of the hardest laughs I had when he cuts it. It's okay, like, I've watched it several times, but I'll let you, Justin, I'll let you both you guys. Did you catch uh, Ellen when they start panning down to the table? Ellen takes the turkey and just goes like that with the fork. Yeah, yeah, throws it over her head <laughs> was, and then acts like she... Last night was the first time I ever caught her actually take it and just fling it. I just assumed. Yeah. Because I was too busy watching everybody going down the line. And last night I actually caught her and was like, Cena, did you see that? She's like, yeah. You know? Yeah, cousin Eddie's wife was the one that prepared the turkey. And yeah. It looked amazing. They were like, this looks great. And didn't turn out to be very good. And that was a really good sound effect when the turkey just kind of broke open and spewed steam. Yeah. It looks so <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. That was good. I like that one. All right, Joe. Any standout for you? Um, the mall scene in the store where Clark just gets all all tore up over the girl. Yeah, yeah, and the funniest part of it is is when he uh, says it's a season to be merry, and she says her name, and she yeah. says, well, "That's my name," and he just his reaction. Yeah, yeah. That, and then when Rusty comes, that's up, how I like it. He's like, "Rusty, you see a crease?" He's like, yeah, "No, yeah, Dad." Yeah, and Rusty's he's like, no ah! "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. It's that little shot of reality. It's like, wait, wait, wait. You know, and that's kind of in all those movies. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the lady in the red car uh, in the the one, the next, whatever, the the family vacation. And then, yeah. so yeah, kind of an ongoing theme there with him. That and just basically, just basically any scene with Cousin Eddie, that, oh yeah, that pretty much sums up the whole movie. I like, did you guys notice when they were going shopping that he threw on like, seven bags of dog food yeah yeah he started filling the the cart up yeah, with, yeah as they're with, just talking he's like here one bag of dog food two bags three bags he lays well, sideways and then clark sets something up there and he smashes it with yeah, another light big bag. bulbs yeah yeah <laughs> he's kind of trying to play coy like oh because he offers the yeah yeah, yeah help me, I, I couldn't i couldn't he's like well here's a list yeah. yeah here's a list <laughs> in alphabetic <laughs> order and I, I really like at the end of that he's like you know clark if it ain't asking too much i'd really like to buy you something special yeah <laughs> <laughs> Throw something in there for yourself, Clark. Wow. Yeah. That was good. So overall, what would you say that the and I'm that's all the points I had to point out. Mm-hmm. What would you say the uh the highlight was for you? What would be the best if you had to tell someone, hey, you need to watch this movie and they said, Well, what's one scene that stands out in your mind? What would be that scene for you? Uh, it's gotta be cousin Eddie. Uh I keep going back to that one. Cousin Eddie just kind of epitomizes the the when you any any family get together, you have that one relative that everybody goes, oh, that you know that you love them, they're family, but when it comes to get together, you just kind of have to tolerate them until yeah, yeah, yeah. until they're gone. They're so. just that special someone. Yeah. <laughs> Unless and if you can't figure out who that is, Joe, as you said earlier, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, is there one particular point that stands out that you really liked with Cousin Eddie? Uh, it, it's a toss-up between the 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 camper and then the 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 sled. Between yeah. those, it, it's a it's a it's a hard toss-up between those two. Yeah. I like too that when he's talking about his oldest son. Yeah, he's preparing for his career. Oh, college? No, a carnival worker. Yeah. 
Next year, you might be like guessing weight or helping the the lady with horns. You know, she's a sweet lady, good cook too. Yeah. Okay. So when they're in the living room talking about that, and I didn't didn't put two and two together, but the little moose head mugs, mm-hmm. those were Wally World mugs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't put the comparison together until I read it last night. I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They tied them together. Yeah. All right, Justin. What about you? What one scene stands out for you? Hmm. I don't have a particular scene that stands out. What tickled uh, you the most then? Which one caused you to laugh the most? Or uh, just the, be tickled the most? How bad the dinner was definitely was up there. I wrote another quote down. Uh, Aunt Bethany, does your cat by chance eat jello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you had cat food in the jello mold. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, just kind of right there, right before uh, Clark Griswold kind of snaps and just. Yeah. Uh, just trying to be so positive about Christmas the whole time before and then it started to get to where just things started falling apart. Well, that's a, I like his whole spill. You know, it's going to be the jolliest set of yeah. buttholes on this side of the uh, yep. insane asylum or whatever he called it. And when he goes, when he just... Where's finally, the Tylenol? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he finally breaks loose right there and I found this little tidbit that most people think that was ad-libbed and the biggest majority of that was ad-libbed but what you don't see... And I looked for it as I was reading it. You see the part where the entire family, you just see their backs. Yeah. What we don't know is actually each person had one word on, like wearing like a necklace or with one word across uh, their shirt. So he so was he looking could, at he it. He could get it in. He had an idea of what words to use, but then some of the actual other words he added in himself in the ad lib. Mm. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's awesome. I, that, it was quite a tirade. That was yeah. Funny. Yeah, that was a good one. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, as we move on, um, what do we? I'm not sure. This is our first like movie movie review. Do you want to give? Uh, we're going to do the bucket one again. Sounds good to me. Okay, sticking with the Roby theme. Just to throw it out there, it was a a, a box office success, made like forty million dollars, something like that. That one. Yeah, that's, that's, I emailed, you, you emailed yeah, yeah, out. They had that? a yeah, go, they go. had a twenty-seven million dollar budget, and they were pretty Which, upset about it. They said it was really high for a comedy. Yeah, and uh, and yet it surpassed that and made like forty-one million pretty easy. Right, a twenty-seven million budget, which was very high for a comedy, but it made it back plus some domestic gross was seventy-one million. Seventy-one million. There yep. we go. Yeah, and I found it interesting, Justin, when you sent me that little tidbit about comparing it to Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you know, so, which was a thirty million dollars. So very similar budgets between those two, Ghostbusters and Christmas Vacation, right around thirty million. Yeah, which is crazy considering there was no special effects. Yeah, you kind of wonder thirty million dollars to make that. Yeah, I mean, that, that yeah. huge sleigh riding scene is, took some. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, so what killed the budget. Yeah, twenty-seven million dollars to make. <laughs> Christmas vacation, and yet here's Ghostbusters with all these CGI special effects and all that. And it was thirty millions. It, mm-hmm. it's kind of amazing to to think about that they kind of spent that kind of budget, but obviously it paid off. And here we are. Oh yeah, thirty years later, still talking about it. Well, I mean, you know, they destroyed a house or two, and which I mean, I guess I didn't too big of a budget, but and they had a lot of big actors. Well, and it's hard to how much the budget went towards electricity to light all those lights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they had a lot of different scenes. So. And uh, I noticed on Amazon Prime, it, it's a 5 out of 5 star. Really? Out of 35,000 reviews. So people hmm. like it. People yeah, love yeah. It. So with Christmas our mop. classic. 
Yeah, with our mop bucket rating, it's small, medium, large, and then mop bucket for outstanding. Well, it's burnt popcorn. I'm burnt popcorn burnt if you popcorn, just hate it today. Burnt popcorn, small bucket, medium bucket, large bucket, and mop bucket. Okay, so Joe, where right. do you fall? I got to go with the medium bucket on this one. Really? Yes. It is, and here here's why based off of. I will watch it every year, once maybe twice, but it's it's not one of those for whatever reason, and I can't put my finger on it. It's one, not one of those that I'll sit and binge on, like watch multiple times within, you know, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'll, like I said, I'll watch it once or twice, but compared to like a Christmas story that runs for 24 hours, I don't see myself sitting and letting it just, you know, run constantly over the holidays. I don't know. Watching it once or twice every year, isn't that like the definition of binge watching? Well, I, well, <laughs> once or twice over like a four week period i got you just yeah. sporadic okay yeah. all right so medium middle yeah. of the road yeah okay. great christmas classic don't get me wrong but just a, just a middle of the road for me i i gotta say i'm like between large and mop bu- bucket because it's it's timeless yes you know there's nothing in it that's dated i don't think too much um and you know cousin eddie it just ha- it has so many different funny factors aunt bethany uncle lewis the in-laws set up, you know, Clark Griswold himself is such a knucklehead. And then, of course, you know, Cousin Eddie brings it all together. So for me, it's, it's pretty high rating. I'd say four and a half, you know, large mop bucket almost. Almost full mop bucket. Yeah. Okay. Just because it's an easy watch. Right. Yeah, okay. Well, Justin? This is my first time watching it. Yeah. And just kind of taking it all in. Never seen it before, and... Yeah, honestly, like I'd say the first half of the movie, there are a couple times where I was just kind of like, that was kind of goofy and not yeah. particularly funny. And like I said, the neighbors, I wasn't particularly, they didn't seem super necessary to me, but I would have liked to just have seen it more focused on the family and their antics. Uh, but second half, multiple times I laughed out loud. So nice. That, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go medium, medium. Middle of the road as well? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm in there, though. I'm, I could almost go large. Yeah, I mean, I, the reason... But it just doesn't have the nostalgia made for me that I, yeah. I didn't see it. Uh, when you were younger? Yeah. Well, that's a, and I think I kind of agree with you on the neighbor part until the squirrel. And it kind of tied it all together that, you know, she goes marching over to tell him. And, you know, and then he lets the squirrel out on yeah. her and the dog. And, and then she comes stomping back all beat up, punches her husband. So. I thought uh, Chevy Chase did a good <clears> job, though. I mean... Uh, not too over the top or anything, and there's, he had some genuine moments that seemed believable, but also funny stuff. Yeah, like they said, there's still some slapstick in there, but yeah. it's not it's not overbearing on the slapstick. I yeah. mean, it a lot of it's like agreeable stuff that you've either seen directly, grown up dealing with you know families around any kind of holiday, yeah, directly or indirectly, or you've talked to people, or you know people that have had those experiences. Yeah, and then you know the. Probably the worst scene for me was the sled scene, just because it was so far out there. Yeah. Yes. Well, the opening scene's a little far out there too. The riding underneath underneath the, the tractor, tractor trailer. trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Flying around on the road and stuff, but I don't know. We live here in Rome County, so I could kind of see <laughs> yeah. the hill jacks and the trucks. Yeah. <laughs> so that was yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd say the average then would be probably a medium. Pretty strong, so medium mop bu- or me- medium medium to large, yeah, 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 yeah medium over, large. overflowing medium, yeah. <laughs> so not bad. So if you're in the mo- in the mode for a Christmas movie, not a bad one. 
not a bad one to kind of kick off the holidays yeah, I mean, with. Yeah. The thing I saw was there were only two uh, kind of major Christmas movies that year in 1989. Really? What was, was the second one? one? I don't even remember the second, but something that nobody really remembers. Uh, Prancer. And here's and the only reason I know that is where I was doing my research last night. Yeah. Johnny Galecki played in both movies. Really? Yeah. What are the odds of that? Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Our movie review for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase and a whole host of other actors. And, of course, you know, Cousin Eddie making it really come through for everybody. Yep. And, uh, Justin, I'll turn it over to you, and you can take us out of here. All right. Episode number two is in the books. Uh, next week we're going to do another Christmas movie, it looks like. <coughs> yeah. Joe uh, recommended Home Alone. So if anybody out there wants to watch Home Alone, brush up on that, and then... Uh, tune back in next week for that review okay well this is shoot my mind just went blank been there watched that there you go Joe <laughs> Joe saves the day been there watched that show number two yep. and uh, myself Justin Joe show number two is in the books boys so yeah, we'll be back for, for show three yeah and for show notes and more information on all of our reviews be sure to visit our website at been there watched that dot com yeah there we go and listen to this Fine podcast on all the places it goes through Anchor FM. Yeah, uh, you know, Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, anywhere you can get your fine podcasts. And we also post our the video reviews on our YouTube channel at YouTube on YouTube.com. Just look up Been There, Watch That as well. Nice. But, uh, all of that information is on Been There, Watch That.com. Sweet. Okay. All right. Well, this is show number two, wrapping it up for myself, Justin, Joe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll be back with more. We'll see you there next week.